0: Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble podcast, proudly supported by Sideline Sports girl at Darina. On this week's episode, we're talking to Trent Bahaja, we've got Sean Millerkamp in the studio and we've got previews and reviews. I'm Jimmy and I'm joined by Luke, Josh and Morrow. How are you guys? Not too bad, you very good. Fantastic. Alright, walk well, song, ready?
1: Come on, you gotta know what this one is.
2: I'm really close tonight.
1: Sounds like Aaron music. And
2: I feel like I'm moving
3: inside her.
1: Sounds like something my grandparents dance
3: to.
2: Think that I'm beginning to know her Let it go I'll be when you call So
4: our defence, let it go, in And
2: whenever I fall
4: You seriously don't know who this is?
1: Oh, Jade North Fall yes, at your Yes, it feet. is Jade North <laughs> Yes I was going to say uh, Bahadjah getting flattened
0: no, fall at your feet. Yes, straight north diving. Apparently, there's a diving problem in the A League. Not according to Jacobson. So, who is this? Come on, Josh, I want it. I don't and, and know. The,
4: I don't know who the artist is.
1: Am I allowed to speak? Yeah,
0: no, because you, you know who it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, nah, I can't remember. Sorry. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> These two just are like you Ridiculous. They're too. young. Oh my god.
1: If there's not screaming in it, I don't know who it is. I apologise. If, it,
4: if it's like past like 1990, I don't know what it is.
0: You know it is, don't you, Maura? Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: well, it's crowded house, is it not?
1: Yeah. That's. I, I was going to say that, and then is that <laughs> crowded I, house? I thought I was wrong, and I didn't want to say it.
2: <laughs> my only concern was my, about the age thing and whether it could have been Split Ends, but definitely Crowded House.
0: Yeah, it's not Split Ends. <clears throat> so it's got. Um, I was getting confused which one's Tim and which is one's Is it Midnight Oil?
2: Hmm.
1: Anyway, all right. But yeah, Jade North. Yeah, that was a good one. That was embarrassing.
2: Yeah, no, the song though, yeah, I'm impressed. Should should change his name to Jade South because that's
1: where he went. He certainly did.
4: That's horrible. Um, Is there a diving problem? (coughs) No. Not in the, I don't think there is in the A-League. No. It's way worse in European leagues.
2: Thank you, that's all I
1: wanted to get out there. There's a difference between uh, looking for a penalty and looking to get someone red carded, which is what North did and that's what Kilkenny did a few weeks ago. Um, I think if FFA grow some balls and had of done something to Kilkenny after his simulation, whatever you want to call it, because it, I, I don't really call it a dive, really. It's more simulation.
2: Milking it. Yeah. yeah. Does anyone think that there's a relationship between the amount of milking or looking for free kicks and the quality or lack thereof of the officials so far this year?
1: Um, Do you mean, like, are they trying to take advantage of crappy refs?
2: More so are players feeling that they need to uh, display the the outcome of a foul Mm. more prominently in order for referees to actually pick it up because they're not blowing decisions that players expect to be blown.
1: Maybe. Maybe, but I think there's a difference between that. Like I said, that and looking to get someone red-carded because yeah, they've apparently been slapped yeah, when I agree. they clearly haven't. It's just a little love tap.
2: Yeah, like. nothing, nothing um, <laughs> makes right the Kilkenny or the um, mm. North episode. Yeah, but going
0: through, back through the seasons, I can remember these incidents like that all the way back through the A-League.
2: Patricio Perez, two weeks for diving. Yeah, but that's a that dive. That wasn't a
0: dive. That's
1: a dive. Looking, was that the, was that the penalty, for a penalty against Sydney? Yeah, yeah. For a penalty.
0: That's and a, I still oh. stand by if... Um, that was a dive. Oh, is <sighs> place for victory now. Went overseas to
4: Switzerland.
2: Oli, hey. Oli, Oli Yes,
0: if he had put it in the goal, it wouldn't have been, a, a, like, nothing. True. Non-event.
1: Yeah. True. See, but there's a big difference between I that, that, I think, and then <laughs> falling to the ground holding holding your face when you've just been touched. That's true. Like, there's a That's big true, difference but, to me.
2: But, and, and totally, it, just notwithstanding the Jade
1: North part of it, <coughs> What do people think about the Oli part? There's nothing in it. No, it's just a, it was just a, one of those things that you see all the time. Like it's it's a very common thing in NRL when one player makes a mistake and the opposition team sort of gives them like a little bit of a love tap on the mm. head or something. That's sort of what that's sort of along the lines of what he was doing. And Jade North's gone down like something unexpected.
2: Jade North, what Jade North did, completely wrong. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion the referee should have given Fornarelli a yellow card. Came in contact with the, well, face it was, of the it other was player intentionally and needless. It was instant karma. Yeah. It was instant karma, wasn't it? Because they conceded 10 yeah. seconds after he did it. It was and I think that it was a terrible look for the A League to have a game where one team is possessing the ball, the game stops and players are looking at each other as if the game should be stopped. Mm. The referee doesn't and uh, they then score a goal off it. That sure, you can say that that just that's justified because of the North um, fiasco. But the truth is, it's just not a good look for pre- professional sport. You can have that in an over 35s game, but on TV with kids watching, it's rubbish.
1: It's um, worse. It's worse here in this country as well um, because of you've got sports that are hard. Um, well, that's the yeah. like AFL, like NRL, and they all hate that shit. It's, it's not
4: like football is the only sport in the world that but, has people that milk penalties, the NRL does it. I, I'm, mm. I'm, am I the only one here that watches NRL? I think so. Yes. I've watched well, enough I've, of it to I've, know. I've, there's, there's mil- there's NRL players milk try and milk a penalty 50 times a game and yeah. no one says shit about it.
2: It happens all the time in AFL. when they get head contact.
4: Well, well, I'm going to go full conspiracy here, but did you hear about the AFL player that was on the was on the cans and hit five parked cars and yeah, had to yeah. say sorry. Ha, ha, like and then some guy diving is more news over it. So yeah, it, it, it's it sums up like the, the sort of the media, media. We, we've come to expect we, that. and we, we yeah. expect it now. The it's media. true, but I think that <coughs> I
2: think if we ever want to be the number one sport in this country and we surely must aspire to that, then we have to get over that comparison that we did right there because um I, I you know what happens in those codes happens in those codes. We only yeah. need to worry about whether or not diving's a problem in our code. There's way
4: more dodgy people in an AFL and NRL than there is in football. Yeah. But Why we don't get any
2: benefit yeah. out of uh, pointing the finger at them. I don't really care True. about what
1: some hack journo writes about. I care more about North and Kilkenny doing that and making the sport look embarrassing. Yeah. True. And um I think if F F A grows some balls, um and if they punish Kilkenny, then North maybe thinks twice about that.
4: So long story short, we should be looking inward at the game rather than the people that are outside the game trying to harm
3: it. Yes, Agree. correct.
0: Right, moving on. Um, the power couple, uh, Fred and Rebecca, both been in touch. Um, Fred's a weekly question. Where do you stand on Roy's comments that we need to buy more players? Is he out of place or is he just getting frustrated?
4: Frustrated, for sure.
0: Well I can understand after we're missing both Monty and Tavares that um he would get the shits. That yeah. we don't have depth. Yeah. Well, we sort of do, but um I don't think he was not out enough of place. experience
4: I, I, I it'd be harsh to say he was out of place, but frustration absolutely. Yeah. I think and fans are frustrated as well, I think. But it's 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 not as simple as just going out and buying every player and spending all the money. you you gotta find the right player,
2: the right personality, the right attitude for someone that fits this club? I don't mind Roy talking about these issues. Uh, there are limits to that. But uh, Sean, I think, will touch on that when we, uh, we we have the piece about speaking to him about it. But I think it's uh, refreshing that we know that what's coming out of our players in the aftermath of their games is honest. Um, if, if, if I'm hearing Roy say that uh, he's got prob- a problem with Paul O'Connor as the coach and that we need to get rid of him, I have a problem with that. Uh, That's just bloody ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. That's unstabilising, that is. Exactly. But a yeah. general comment that I think it would be hard to disagree. Does anyone disagree with those comments? No. No,
5: I don't
1: think so. I'm, I'm sort of... It's good in a way, but it's also bad in a way, I think, because it's good because I think everybody agrees with him because we went from having a young squad s- surrounded by three old, very good heads, and then all of a sudden two new players start and... It all goes or all, all sort of really goes to crap. But
0: Do you think it'll affect the the younger squad players?
1: That's what I mean. So if you're Liam Rose and Adam Berry and you read that, do you go, What does Roy think I'm shit?
0: I suppose that's how that's, you react to that. Like that's if, my only concern. If you take it to heart then you've got to step up and prove him wrong. Yeah, that's uh, very true. But the only thing is, is that
1: they're, they're both young, young. They're both 18, 19. They're not but 23, 24. Internally,
2: that's something for Paolo to manage, yeah. surely. And, for, and I think and, he can And do the that. problem I have with, with gagging that <coughs> is that I thought that before the weekend that, w- that it would be very difficult for us to overcome Western Sydney. When I got to the game and realised that Monty and Tavares weren't going to be appearing, I thought the situation was dire. Yep. Um, so yep. so I can understand how Roy feels because yep. that's how I felt, or at least how I wondered. To their credit, in my opinion, the pair of them did fantastic in the first half. Um... They were up against two of the best midfielders in the comp, in my opinion, and neither of them got near Nichols. No one got near Nichols, to be honest, in most of that game. But they. It's were not the first game this season's happened. He played blinder last week. We could easily have gone to the break at two all. Probably should have hit, yep. the, hit the post and Beza missed um, the rebound. Could have been easily, and there was also the penalty. So we could easily have been two all. Granted, in the second half that was harder. Uh, they sort of you know notched it up a bit Western Sydney, but but. But, yeah, there's an element of truth. As soon as
4: the own goal went in, heads went down, and we were never going to come back,
1: in my opinion.
4: That's how it looked.
1: And it's not the first time Rory's mentioned something like this as well. I think he said it last season. Last season was a much more
4: dire situation, though, for sure. Yeah, it was.
1: I I just hope that he doesn't get too frustrated and. Doesn't get his head down too much. Well, yeah, that, and then he eventually wants to leave.
2: But I think this is where we, having a coach like we here have, who is has a real aura about him, this is for Paolo to handle internally, if you yep. know what I mean. All right, um,
0: and Rebecca's been in touch. Uh, that's Fred's owner slash operator. Um, thank you for your kind <laughs> comments. So I really do appreciate that. Um, who who said the Bahaja uh, Bahaja pun? Was that? That was me. You? Yeah, she appreciated that.
4: Oh, at least someone does. <laughs> Neither neither of you three did.
0: (laughs) Anyway, all right. uh, Reviews. Uh, We're going to start with the FFA Cup. City winning that one nil.
4: Wasn't the best game, I don't think. Cahill header, yay. Cahill, yay. FC, but other than that, surely
1: the Seagull was the highlight. Absolutely. I think the first fifteen minutes or so were okay. It was sort of very hell to skelter and sort of well over the. It started off
0: firing,
4: didn't it? Yeah,
1: and then there was a bit of a biffo as well early on, uh, but. After that, there wasn't too much to talk about. was Special, yeah. City deserve winners. Yeah, I think so.
4: Typical Cahill goal. We all love um, to make fun of Cahill, but that was what separated the sides. Was that just that one, yeah, that yeah, one player, that today. one moment? Yeah.
1: yeah, that's what they're paying in the money for. Yeah. So.
2: Do we think all of the melee stuff that that went on is a good look for the game?
1: Yeah. I like it. Love it.
2: All the, all, the, the
4: all the rugby nuts would have gotten into it. Oh, yeah, Biffo, finally some Biffo in the soccer. I Love just want
2: to know about young kids. That's the only thing. Tim Cahill, somebody to be looked up to and respected, especially by kids, and he markets himself that way. And to mm-hmm. me, he was the force in... Pressing some buttons that uh, people, are, some people will be looking at and saying is... Oh, he so does it very well. He does. He does. Yeah, yeah. He's I an expert. He's an expert at pushing buttons.
0: I think he's been playing at such a like high level where that
1: shit for happens so
0: every single week.
1: I think if anyone saw the Man City-Chelsea game on the weekend, that's where it goes he play, way he, too far. Well,
4: yeah, That's the right. thing. He played in the Premier League for Everton. And Premier League is a very physical... or well, England in England. England leagues are very physical and very demanding. So I think that's where he's definitely got it from.
1: Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. I think, you know, kids looking at that, um, I think they need to realise that you don't always get your own way. And sometimes it will be a little bit heated and a little bit argy bargy. And you've got to stand up and, um, yeah, grow some balls. It's the part of the game we
2: liked, <laughs> isn't it? All yeah. that intensity in the first 20 minutes was yeah. fun. Do you think that referees are too whistle happy? I think they have been at times, yeah. Um, I, I think there's been a little bit of, of um, the roller coaster ride of sometimes they have been a little bit whistle happy. Maybe there's something going on occasionally with having a chat during the week and deciding that they are being a bit whistle happy. Um, can't think whether it was this weekend, but there's j- there's been a couple of games where cards have been out of control, um, mm. and uh, so yeah, I do think that. You know, th- just
4: going back to the Wellington City game. Remember when Wellington? Had like one, f- had one foul, yeah, one yeah, yellow, and and Brandan or other City players that committed four or five fouls and hadn't gotten a card.
3: Mm. Yeah,
1: where they are way too whistle happy is when there is a bit of a argy bargy in that, and they come sprinting in, and, and they, have they, they have to continually blow their goddamn involved. whistle. Yeah. That would just make me more angry. Stop blowing your whistle! Or it's not going to make everyone stop.
4: Especially if he's blowing it in your ear. Yeah, as well. right in your ear. That shit is loud. Yeah, it's like
1: <laughs> mum coming into the room when
0: kids are fighting and flipping yeah. the lights <laughs> <and trying laughs> <on. Yeah. laughs> Just. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, but I watched a Scottish game the other day, and it's not so much tackles, but you know, a lot of more physicality. Mm. Yeah, not you know sliding and hacking and lots of stuff. It's just you know more body to body upper mm. body contact, and it's just play on. Yeah. Whereas I oh, look at that, you and just gotta let if it f- it's a league. You just gotta, gotta let, let the cool ga- You gotta up. let
4: the damn game flow. If if there's a foul and there's an advantage, play the advantage. He's, like. There's, be, there's, be, there's been times where there's been opportunities to take an advantage and it hasn't been taken. Yeah. It's just the foul's just been given and it completely yeah. stops That's and exactly halts the momentum of the game. Yeah, it
2: stops the counter-attack. Yeah. Yeah. But it's got to be consistent and I just get a little bit of a sense that Sydney are doing okay with the refs. And Sydney. And
4: Van Skip came out and criticised the refs and I thought, oh, wow, it's really? It's enough, seriously.
0: Right, first game of this round. A victory at home against Perth. 1-0. How the, can I get a How point for this on the tipping? Victory, How on earth did victory not win this?
4: We should we should put that down as a victory win for that for our tipping because oh that, did you see the shot counts 20, 20, to, 20 to, to two four or something twenty to uh, two. So Keo
1: absolute Ke, bomb. By
4: Keo's Keo. Keo's goal was like the the only chance that they had all game. It was ab- absolutely and he well took it.
1: The, the most hardest. Thing to do is when the ball's coming across your body like that, and to hit it basically with your laces straight into the top left-hand corner. I
4: thought Enrico's goal for Adelaide was pretty similar—the yeah, one it where was, it came yeah.
1: across his body. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But victory—they they haven't really gelled perfectly yet, have they? No. But haven't they hired Rojas, Troisi, and uh, Beister all in the last? Uh, Sort of four, five, six mm-hmm. weeks, and yep. for that reason, they're still trying to integrate those guys. Mm-hmm.
1: And yep. troisi has been very underwhelming.
2: I'm surprised. Well.
4: I'm surprised that Beister hasn't started a game yet, and he's he only got like five minutes off the bench. I don't know if he's not fit or Musket wants to like let him gel with the team.
1: I don't know, or he's not as good as what they thought. I don't because surely if you get a guy on loan from the Bundesliga, a big Bundesliga club, as arguably well, arguably the best league in the world, why aren't you playing him? seems just like, like a effort. Ver- yeah, question, that's maybe. what I mean. So maybe he's not working as hard or he's not as good as what he was on YouTube, where they probably watched him. Mossy.
0: Right, the <laughs> first game on Saturday was us at home against Wanderers. We lo- lost 1-4. one Well,
4: the first half was pretty good. I thought getting the early goal was exactly what we needed. Powell getting his first for us.
1: Happy for Powell.
0: Well, can I just jump in here? When we beat... Um, Who did we beat at home? Perth Perth, thank you When we scored the first goal It's a little tactic that people do You'll notice that sometimes One of them will stay there After celebrating And tie up your shoelaces It's a tactic you do When you score Undo your shoelaces straight away Celebrate And then do your shoelaces back up It just separates the point Between celebrating And going back and setting up Your team again It lets everyone get their minds Back into the game and um, back switched on because if you're caught still celebrating, you can get caught straight away. Yeah. And I, I, from memory, I don't I don't think I saw anyone doing that
4: after we scored the first. So yeah. you're going to where cause where they scored like 30 seconds after we did. Yeah,
0: I I think yeah. we were still on a high from the goal, and we just got caught out. They we weren't focused, and yeah, it's a little bit of street smarts just to you know pause the game, stop the game. Do something. It's you know you can't get booked for doing up your shoelaces in the opposition half.
4: But to be fair to Kusakami, he was an absolute terror on the left for oh, yeah, they, all They apart. Yeah. yeah,
2: and there was a bit of luck in that goal. I mean, Harry Ascroft deflected it um, into the top corner. So.
1: They yeah. got smashed down that right hand side the whole first half really, and that's how they scored two of their goals. Stormy so, had
2: so. a storm had a
4: really tough time dealing with because coming and then Nichols was coming over to help out as well. Mm. I, th- I thought Nichols was outstanding. I love making fun of Nichols, but I thought that was he played a really, really good game and killed us yep. most of the game.
2: We couldn't get near him as far as I could tell. Like yeah. mm. we, we, he just kept moving and his movement was too much for us and the combination with Martinez. Martinez was good as well. Martinez
1: is all gun Yeah, half. A little
2: bit lazy in defence, I thought, but if you can play that well... At the I end, thought the, the second
4: goal... Was more uh, was more us not defending right more than a good goal I thought more ball watching wasn't yeah it? it was yeah, yeah. The, we had just two well off. we had both our centre backs right there and Martinez sort of just like nipped in and got his header on target and to score the goal and I thought that goal was definitely defendable and one of the centre backs should have definitely cleared it out because. But didn't we need Martinez? To is only what five, five,
2: seven, five, eight? How did he get? How does he header score? A he about. scores a header because we gave Mitch Nichols time to put that on a plate for him. that's, yeah. that's how. It that's happened. true. So we yeah. needed to cut Nichols out early, or at least defend him more closely. But to me, we probably stood in front of him and said, "Okay, what's the magician Nichols going to do now?" Mm. I thought we pl- the last fifteen minutes of the first half was probably
4: the best we played all season. We were creating chances at will. Um, It was Payne. Payne was outstanding again on the left. Um, Roy should have scored. Dan Post got in the way. Easily could have went in half-time up. Yeah, we could have. We deserve deserve to go 2-2. I reckon a 2-2 at half-time would have been fair. But we just needed to take that chance, one of those two chances.
2: Yeah, but we could easily have been in front. Um, uh, it wasn't a handball, because as per Paul Ocon said, if the ref doesn't see it, it's not a handball. Um, but the Aspro possible handball, the Roy post, and uh, the follow up that Bez couldn't put away, yep. um, Those we could easily have gone into the half um, in good shape. And, and uh, that was a quality effort from those young fellas because they yeah. were playing up against two of the best midfielders in the comp, in yeah. my opinion. And yeah, I, so. I,
1: I think that's where we really miss Monty and Tavares in the midfield. The where, experience, yeah, yeah. That, the experience of you know if Nichols has the ball, nudge him off the ball a couple of times, clean him up like Monty likes to do. But those young sort of guys, like, sort of a little bit overawed by the occasion, maybe just sort of gave them a bit way too much room, and they were just basically left to do. I think that's left, one of the main differences.
4: One of the main differences between like an experienced and an inexperienced midfielder is. You, in an experienced midfielder always goes after probably the opposition's best player to foul them mm. continually foul them let them know you're there and that you're going to be there all game terrorising them and I don't think that any either Berry or Liam did that
2: and that's what I think that Martinez okay. might have been I don't think Nichols Nichols handles that stuff and has done for years but I think that if Monty had been there and kicked Martinez a few times
1: yeah I agree then, absolutely that changes the game a bit and, and Monty all. Monty and Tavares are quite sort of Uh, Intimidating as well Physically But whereas Liam Rose and Adam Berry There's not much of them Yeah So even if they tried to do that It probably wouldn't have worked Agree So Uh,
0: Red card for Tyson Agree
2: or not Yes Yes red card
1: Yep with our, with, our, with our yellow tinted glasses. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, nah, forget the yellow tinted glasses. No, <laughs> I saw, it was s- the red card I saw somebody
2: way. on social media, see, someone who see. should know better. I've seen pre- so much crap about this. Presenting presenting that the goalkeeper wasn't even the last man. And that that person what? had watched the replay many, many times. Well, I watched that replay many, many times as well. And I can tell you that there is absolutely no chance that the defender who he claims was behind the uh, or closer to the goal than Bahaja, who wasn't the goalkeeper, he wasn't in front of Uh, Trent at the moment of impact And even if he had have been level with Trent Which he wasn't Then Trent was the fastest player on the field So no one was catching him He he didn't even go for the ball Watching that live Watching
4: that live I thought Trent was offside So I sort of took my eye
2: off it And then Tyson smashed into Trent Are people aware though
1: Are people aware that last man isn't actually a rule?
2: It's not about last man, of course. It's it's direct on obvious goal scoring, goal opportunity. scoring opportunity. But yeah. if the goalkeeper's not there or doesn't make that play, there's no Trent one has in a front tap of in. Trent, yeah. yeah. And it's but as
1: that. I don't think the ref has given the red card for denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity because
0: that's a yellow card now, anyway. Yeah. I
1: think so. Yeah, uh, but it's outside the box. So does that make it different or not? No, uh, I
0: don't think so. No.
1: Because I think cause the reason they brought that in was so you don't get a red... A triple a penalty. Yeah. and triple yeah. But I think he's given the red card for use of excessive force. Yeah. Because that's exactly what it was. It, it's got... It's not relevant if you get the ball. If you clean someone up like that, it's a red card in football. Hmm. It's as easy as that. That's, that's at least two weeks in the NRL now. Yeah, that was a rugby <laughs> tackle. That. Yeah, yeah that it, was. Was. it was. It was a like,
2: shoulder charge. It's, Absolutely. It's not quite so aggressive in its action as the Kevin Musket <clears> on... <throat> Fred, no, the young, uh, no, the young um,
1: uh, hang on, Adrian, Adrian Zaha. Oh, Zara. Zara.
2: Zara. Zara. Zara, it's not, it's Zara, not quite yeah. as aggressive as that, but it's the same act, it's yeah. I'm going to go straight at this and I don't care what's in front of me and I don't mm. care if it endangers
1: the player And it arguably could have been worse because it could have been a very bad head injury for Trent Sure. I thought it was when it so first happened.
0: I. I thought he was, yeah, in, I in a I, bad way. I
1: saw someone write that... Um, Trent we should, we should forgot to ask him about that. Yeah, we did. Um, I seen someone write that uh, he needs to um, roll around on the ground more and stuff and scream because he just <laughs> lied on the ground and was like, shit, that hurt. And then he got back up, which I think um, probably he's a, he's speaks a, very, a lot He's a him. very honest player. Yeah. I like that. He's, I like having yeah. an honest player. Yeah. But, yeah, straight red all day, every day. And then... The, before that, the own goal. I'd yeah. say the
2: only disappointment for the day was that when they did go a man down... We the were only disappointment really was when
0: you didn't place. come to the bay till half time, mate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you were really disappointed? <laughs> I was. <Staying> out <laughs> of the yeah, sun I know,
0: okay. yeah, okay. So when they went down to 10 men, half an hour left, um, we kept playing our same game. Would, would that be
2: your tactic? I didn't mind. I didn't think we needed to necessarily change the game plan. We just needed to step the pace up. We just we needed to, to play move, move
1: the ball and make the space, which was going to come naturally by being a man up and, and we playing didn't do the that.
0: ball quickly. We di- and we didn't. Yeah. And, uh, and we I nearly d- conceded two or three more. Yeah,
2: yeah
4: well, we did t- in in that time. Time. Well, Sandalab San had a, had a shot cleared off the line thirty seconds before he scored. Yeah. yeah, McGinn cleared a bl- cleared a ball off the line. We cleared it out, and then
2: it just came straight back, and Sanolab scored. Yeah, but I
0: think um, Izo pulled off a great save as well. Yeah, he did. Top, but top I think we left. were
2: mostly pushing forward. We weren't playing faster, and I thought we needed to play faster. And I don't even really know if we had that in our game plan, or whether that was just something <coughs> that was lacking. We never anticipated the possibility of going up against ten men. Yeah, well, we were. We did. We got caught out in
0: attack a few times, and we got done on the counter. Um you know when you're a man up that shouldn't be happening well I, right. I
1: i think it's not uncommon for teams to play good with with being a man down i think we see it all the time but like yeah. don't We've done think ourselves yeah but i definitely don't think we helped ourselves with the way that we um went about it so
0: Alright. game after hours uh city at home against brisbane one all
4: pretty uninspiring game i thought um, muskets uh, assist for McLaren for Raw's goal was pretty good. <laughs> Cleared it straight back to McLaren for him to score, and then obviously we talked about it earlier with North, with that terrible dive, and then was it who scored Colazzo?
1: Yep, mm. good goal too.
4: Scored uh, ten seconds after that happened. So,
1: I think the best uh, the best action was off the pitch. I think with um, oh yeah, and Van Ship, and there was a bit where. Josh Rose came over to get the ball from near the raw bench uh, for a throw-in and they just launched the ball at him. And he was sort of like, what the hell was that about?
4: And there was there was at one point where I was pretty sure that Aloisi said to Vansky, F off C-word. So that surprise, that, that really sums it up right there about how fiery their, I guess, sort of personal rivalry rivalry is now.
1: And this is why it's good, because it's actually real. It's not like a manufactured manufactured like distance derby that's stupid it's just two guys that really don't like each other and they just keep on going at it and it's really good which it's weird because it feels like they only played about three or four weeks ago because i think they did so in that sense the draw is good because then they got to play each other Yeah, that was brisbane Mm -hmm.
4: that won one nil up in up at suncorp a couple only a few weeks ago
1: yeah and that was where it all sort of started and um yeah, it's good to see natural rivalry.
2: Not my favourite thing to see that kind of stuff going on at our football matches. Oh, I'll I turn it up. P- prefer a bit of football myself, but um, <laughs> if we've got to have that, fine. Right, uh, first game on Sunday, Jets lost
0: at home against Sydney, 2-0.
2: Jets, crap. Sydney just
0: really got the job done. Didn't
4: play anything inspiring besides probably Nikovic's goal.
1: Jets were absolute gash. <laughs> <laughs> was so Don't gross? hold back. <laughs> this game was a struggle just purely because of them, I think... If Sydney uh, were on song, it could have been five or six, or. but they just didn't play that great, and the Jets still didn't even look like getting anywhere near them. And then they score one, then they do enough to get another. Good to si- see Bernie as well score and yep. get back. Um, and
4: apparently Jets played five at the back
1: as well. Yeah, they, I saw a
4: graphic that they had another centre-back in there that I'd never even heard of before.
1: I, I don't, don't know, remember his name. I don't know what they were doing, but they weren't trying to play nice hair, style. Nice Bernie. Um, yeah, what's the deal with Bernie's hair? Love that. He needs to... What's the deal with Mark Jones?
4: Jones has inspired the team, hasn't he? <laughs> he Jesus. Just, he, <laughs> looks hey, like, he looks I like
1: I a deflated bloody f- bodybuilder. <laughs> <laughs>
2: can I, I think I should be... I probably should get an extra point for the t- in the tipping on this Why one. Why is that? Well, you were asking for points there before, and I just want to point out... Uh, what was it I was saying about Bobo? And uh, Bobo on the bench, Olosco, not even in the squad, Arnie being quoted during the week, mm. Marquees have to pl- play uh, or perform to be in the squad?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: mm. well, do I get a point for saying that Leb's not going to be in the I'll squad? I'll give you a point.
1: What does this speak to about scouting, though? Why do we get... YouTube. Why, well, mm. yeah. Why do we get nine games into a season and then um, all of a sudden the coaches, you know, my marquees aren't really doing enough and now they're not in the squad altogether. It's just mm. a waste of money. Mm. These, If they're on marquee money, they should be in the squad every single week.
2: Yeah, and the same thing was going on earlier in the season. Is it Pinotara's? City yeah.
1: marquee at Western Sydney? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he wasn't even going to make the squad at one stage.
2: He now seems to have turned that around, but I wouldn't say he looks like a marquee. He reminds me of Bobo in many ways. He just looks like the others and looks a bit sleepy out there, the old Bobo.
1: Yeah, it's so, they're so bloody hit and miss and we need to be more hit more often than what we are.
0: Right, the final game on Sunday. Adelaide notching up their first win against Wellington.
1: Yeah. so I...
0: It took them nine rounds this time, yeah, instead of
1: eight. So now they're going to win it again, probably. Um, no, I don't think they will. But no, quality uh, from Henrique. This saw the end of Merrick as well. It did. Mm. I don't know what um, on, on. And Enrique John is now signed for workout. Wellington. Oh, he has <laughs> um, two quality goals from Henrique, though two whirlies.
2: I, I like the second one best.
1: I do as well. I, I don't know. I like a laser's goal like the first one. Yeah, but yeah. I think you're right. The second one did aesthetically looked better. So
2: hard to do. I've had so many air swings at five, haven't I? Fives, Jimmy, not trying that move. Yeah, I'm not
1: going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't your nickname air swing at fives? <laughs> Among others. No, still full kit. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it's good to see Enrique start and do something good because when he has started sort of earlier on in the season, he wasn't looking great. Um, and he's sort of known as uh off-the-bench sort of weapon. Uh, but two good goals. Nick's uh, in a bit of strife. And obviously Ernie's... Um, done the honourable thing and uh, probably stepped away before he was pushed and uh, I did see earlier today that he offered to uh, step away after they got smacked by victory three or four weeks ago but the board convinced him to stay um, but I guess he saw that that was enough and I dare say that's probably his time done as a coach in the A-League um, unless somebody gets very desperate or He might go back to Singapore He might there's some good money to be made in Asia. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know. I, the only time he might ever come back is if when they bring in these two new teams that if they looking oh for
0: yes, a sorry, I forgot to mention that before in the news. Yeah. yeah,
1: if if they're looking uh, for a coach uh, for any expansion teams that with some experience, then he might come back then. But I don't see him coming back to coach any of the current clubs.
2: No, not at this point in time. Although you never know because uh, we've had some players who are uh, running out of clubs, so mm. coaches could you know. Start racking up the miles. That's a very true. What ready for ten clubs? You reckon? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, what for twelve? Well, he's up for twelve. Maybe even fourteen mm. if we expand to
0: fourteen. Right. So expansion.
1: Mm. Interesting.
0: Uh, twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, was it? I think. Twenty eighteen, oh, sorry, twenty eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what? Well, what they've. It's sort of. It's a weird thing that they've done there for So they've said to all the TV. Uh, broadcasters or online broadcasters that are going to put in their bids. Um, We want your bid for next season with 10 teams, but then for the ones after that, for 12 teams. But they don't know who it's going to be. They don't know what market they're going to be in. It's a weird thing that they've done, and it's kind of risky, I guess.
0: Okay, where do you see them being? I know we've spoken about it before. I...
1: Wants or wants or needs.
0: What do okay? What do you think they're going to be? Not what you want, but what do you think they're
1: going to be? Forgetting the mindset of the FFA here. I know it's hard because they're yeah.
2: Eleven, (laughs) eleven, and twelve are going to be the southern part of Sydney and another part of Melbourne. That's yeah. I would go with that as well. Thirteen and fourteen, if we're lucky, will be Tasmania and another regional team. Because I think we need regional teams in the comp. Yeah, gives our competition some sporting integrity. Do
1: you think they'll go back to Queensland? I'm concerned. I I'm worried about the second Brisbane team talk because I don't know how that'll go. I'm 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 going to go South Melbourne, and like too long. No, South Melbourne. I think in their current out of Lakeside, they own the ground. They only need fifteen hundred to break even. They're basically ready to go. It's just I think they will get the crowds eventually, but Is maybe it, not straight away. Will, that's,
0: will that be the death nail for um, Heart or City? Because there have been crowds are yeah. poor.
1: No, I don't think so. I don't think City will ever. I think they should have uh, either let South Melbourne in or made a Geelong team instead of Melbourne City. That's always been my thing. Because yeah. there's no geographical really divide like Sydney and Western Sydney. So I don't think it was ever going to work.
2: Does their stadium have sufficient capacity to make it a um, a good future investment for the FFA to take? Yes, uh, yeah, it's quite a good stadium. Yeah, H- so how many seats?
1: I have I have been there. I think it could be around the eight or ten mark. I thought um, that
2: quoted in the stories about South Melbourne uh, wanting back in was
1: 15,000 in stadium. I think you're right, 15 and is I, right. And,
2: and so I just can't get my head around, we've got three teams in Melbourne, one plays out of a 30-odd-thousand-seat stadium, one plays out of a 55,000-seat stadium, and the other one plays out of a 15,000-seat suburban ground.
1: So what's your issue with that? Its
2: current capacity is 12.0. Right, so what what was the fee? We got 40-odd thousand to the last Melbourne Derby. Don't we want a place where we can do that same thing? No. Yeah, well, I can play the majority of the games
0: at the smaller field. I think it's important to have the atmosphere. I, would oh, rather, no, I don't yeah. disagree
2: with that, but uh, but on FFA's logic, it's about people. Well, look at Brisbane. It's shit. Like The stadium's yeah, no, way too big. I don't disagree, but the whole point of them wanting to expand in the you're big cities...
1: In, you're in the FFA mindset. I'm just using... The, yeah, I know I, what you
2: mean. I think it's a great idea, and I think the atmosphere in there would be absolutely sensational. But okay. So, would you, say, would you think the FFA would go to Geelong? That's the sort of concern that I have um, because I kind of like the idea of reintroducing a former uh, big club. Uh, What's wrong with that? Um, Because they're ethnic groups. I know, but I think enough time's passed, really. (laughs) I mean, seriously. Are they <laughs> uh, like serious? They're not, aren't we all ethnic? No, but the FFA would see them. Is that? Yeah. Well, I suspect they might, and so they're the two things I guess that the FFA. I wonder about the FFA. Will they be worried about the ethnic part? Will they be worried about the capacity of that stadium? Because everything else looks like a goer to me. Mm.
0: Right. Well, the capacity of the Geelong Stadium is currently twenty-seven thousand.
1: But it's round. Mm. Yeah. And arguably, I don't so think is the FFA cares if it's round or not. I oh, know, which is stupid. So is Lakeside, but it's not. As round, if that makes any sense, because it has an athletics track around it. Yeah, um, but I have been to Lakeside to watch youth play, um, and it is a very good ground, and you do you, you don't feel that far away, even though there is an athletics track around it. Um, but I think South Melbourne, and I am worried that they're going to put in a second team in Brisbane, which I don't know about worried, but I don't. It's just it's going to be tough to see that work at Belmore, maybe. There's been some talk of the Ipswich or yeah something like that but um I really don't I really hope they don't go for a southern sydney side cuz that sort of rules out any hope of Wollongong at at sort of any time or I hope they don't go for that and then do a split and play half down at wynn and then half in southern sydney cuz I don't think a southern sydney team's going to work That, that won't way. work that way but no, I do think they're the, the
2: kinds of things that the FFA will have on their mind. Let's face exactly. it, they are the ones who sent us to looking for additional fans
1: in Canberra. Yeah. So they're going to want that. Yeah. It's, they, 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 need, they need to get it right and um, I'm concerned they won't.
0: <laughs> right, moving on. Now, this song.
6: Shall we sing?
1: No. No. <laughs> is now, that, is that very contradictory that we're not going to sing and we want people to sing? When this plays
0: pre-game, we don't have the numbers in the bay, so it either needs to be played a little bit later. But the current walkout song is that, um, hey, whatever it is, um, and then I didn't even hear it. We sing it. We sing it in the bay around full time, right? without the assistance of the um, PA system and then you're telling me that it got played over the PA, where I didn't even hear it in the bay.
2: Well, you don't. And that was one of the nuances for me as a, a part-timer, in fact, never turner-upper in Bay 16 up until this game. I turned up for the second half. There's no such thing as a PA there. I'll I tell you
0: what, it's brilliant. I you don't hear half the shit that yeah, the well, ground announcers talk I, about.
2: Yeah, I get where you're coming from there. but Especially so one ground announcer in particular. <laughs> so I sang so I the song with YA and I enjoyed that, um, no PA, and then I left to catch up with my wife who's sitting down in bay 13 or uh, 12 or something like that and i get over there and i can hear the pa over there and they're playing the song <laughs> and it's still like oh okay so to me we've just got to get the process to work we've got to implement it properly we've got to come up with the, the the methods to get everybody together on it and uh i think it can work for us
1: i think like you've uh mentioned a lot of times it needs to be led by bay 16 absolutely but it can't be led by base sixteen if we can't hear anything. Exactly. So it's either it doesn't get played over the PA and we do it at some stage as the boys are walking out on our own and then everyone else gets to join in or But yeah, there's definitely some things that need to be worked out around it. But I think the reason we're speaking about this is because of the debate um, yes. around whether we have it or not. Yes. Which is which is ever so amusing.
0: Now I don't mind A C D C but No. It hasn't worked in the past. We've been singing this particular song since season five. Um, And so to say it's, you know, not chosen by anyone, no one voted on it is just a crock of shit because everyone that was in the active bay at the time sang this and we've been singing it on and off since then. And um, it has been a natural, you know, development and a natural choice it's not been forced on anyone to start with. We chose it. So that's, you know, we spoke to the club. We've spoken to the club, what, for the last four years I've been asking for it. And this is the first year where they've, um, you know, started actually pushing it.
2: And sticking with
1: it. Yeah. And we're going to, st- I hope they do stick with it. And we're going to stick with it. And I, th- I think what drives me nuts is um, the whole point of this is to get the crowd involved. If you play ACDC dc and you play Thunderstruck or something like that, or Highway Hell or whatever, whatever, it's it's not something that the crowd's going to get involved in. You're not going to have the crowd sitting there going, Thunderstruck. It's, yeah. It doesn't work like
2: that. And uh, the uh, best, and I think that's the most important thing, to be honest, the yeah. crowd involvement. Yeah,
1: bit. the best anthem in the world is "You'll Never Walk Alone," and it's very. The style of it is very like this. It's very up and down with the words and it's very slow. So everybody can get involved. Yep. It's not the point. You're not supposed to play heavy metal as the players are walking out. To, yeah. No one's going to be involved in that.
2: For the record, I'm a Liverpool fan and I'd like us to sing You'll Never Walk Alone. But get I, out. Can't, I can't. Exactly. I can't see that ever getting up. So somebody yep. else, i.e., the leaders of any chant or song at the stadium, has chosen uh, this song to give a try to. The club's agreed to that. It's time for people to jump on the bandwagon and, and I hope, Jimmy, that you might um, be going to show us what it can sound like when it's done well. Have um, we got any of that?
1: I'll give it a go. And the reality is um, is that if you don't like it, then that's all right. But it's the, the anthem's n- never going to please um, everyone and I think that we, you just have to live with that think even you don't you're not 100 percent sold on it as a song but as a walkout anthem i think you'd be more than happy to join in wouldn't you
2: exactly because it, in some respects in the middle of it all is a song about love and and that's how i feel about my team yeah, exactly. and it doesn't matter if we're winning or we're losing i still yeah. love my team and i'm happy to stand up put my hand on my heart and express that like these good fans are
4: What team's that?
2: It's giving me goosebumps now. Now, I said before...
0: So, if you don't get a shiver up and down your spot and listen to that...
2: Exactly. And uh, note that at the end of that little piece there, the fans organically speed up the tempo. Yeah. And that happens after the PA stops and there the the controllers of the speed same of the song. Hap-
4: same happens at Liverpool when the PA stops. Exactly. The Liverpool fans just go... Phew.
0: It was Hull and Sunderland.
2: And that's which which, which f- They supporters. both sing it. Oh, really? Yeah. And that recording maybe was a stadium with both, so a Sunderland yeah. versus Hull game, correct? Yeah. yeah. So that's about as good as it gets, probably. And yeah. The recordings in the Sunderland area. Well, if right.
4: when Celtic and Liverpool play each other, they'd both sing "You Never Walk
1: Alone," wouldn't they? Yeah. 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 And you know how this sort of stuff works? Get off your ass and get involved. And don't be. Don't affra- sit there and go and write in bloody Mariners members, and no, it doesn't work. If you don't get off your ass and at least try it, then we'll never know.
0: Now I know there is one fan who i spoke to on the weekend um that doesn't like elvis and you know I'm, i can understand you, you don't like elvis but you know this is a song we've we've chosen so that's what we're going with um people calling for sailing sydney do that calling for what i was not calling sailing. for
2: sailing i was being a bit of a sp- no, not comment no 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 sailing <laughs> by roger stewart
0: yeah <laughs> You really are from a different
2: I've era. No aren't I've never <laughs> heard of that song in my life. It's sung by Akon. Oh, no. It's not. <laughs> uh,
1: I think even, or was even it like a, was it like a prequel to Smack
4: That. <laughs>
1: <laughs> even if you don't like Elvis or you don't necessarily like the um the the I guess the the beat of it or anything like that, just look at the words and if it resonates with you and about the club, then Give it a go. So yeah. This is sailing. Now you tell me that this isn't slow. Sydney,
4: do this.
0: Yeah. That one of their chants is based on this song.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I know this song. You know this song.
4: I know it now that I've heard it. Oh, when you said it, I I didn't understand. But sometimes now I've heard it comes
0: it. onto Mum's wireless. <laughs>
4: As <laughs> soon as it came over the radio on ABC, I knew what it was.
1: I thought i ABC, mate. Jimmy listens to ABC. I do. <laughs> Religiously.
2: How
0: old are you again? 29, mate.
2: We've got a good cross right, demographics it, it's here. It's a good oh, no. song.
0: This is a good song, but Sydney do it. Yeah. yeah it's, it's what's a what's Alan Jones been up to lately? <laughs> I hate Alan Jones. Don't get me started. Who doesn't? Um, You'll Never Walk Alone. I'm pretty sure Perth have got that. I could be wrong, but I'm sure I've seen... Adelaide do Wonderwall. I'm sure... That's a stupid decision. I'm sure I've seen a a gate at Perth Glory. I'm happy to be proven wrong, but it says, you'll never walk alone, written across the gate at
1: Perth Stadium. That seems weird to me. That's weird. Yeah.
0: All I've seen from
4: Glory in slogan is, like, Glory is ours. That's, like, the only slogan I've seen. That was
1: about 12 years
0: ago I saw that. Yeah. So it's probably changed. It might have changed by now. No, Glory have got Glory, Glory to the Glory.
1: Exciting. wow can you say that again it's pretty exciting it just it's a lyricist's dream <laughs> there i think how'd they come up with that um, Jesus. I, don't know. I think the point we're trying to make is that elvis isn't going anywhere uh if more people get involved you'll see how it will work
2: exactly there's only one question to ask do you want a song or not this isn't about song titles, and
4: we're not gonna we're not gonna cheer for bloody the Yellow Submarine or Yellow by Coldplay. No, Shut up no, about no, no. Yellow.
1: Otherwise, every bloody season we'll be chopping and changing the song, like we have done for the last two seasons or three seasons for the walkout. Um, and I don't want to be doing that. No. Let's get something. Let's stick with it, and let's make it work. Exactly. What about right.
4: what about we go for ACDC Elvis smash up? I can't help falling in love with Thunderstruck. <laughs>
0: Uh, we're joined by local talent, Trent Bahadja. How are you, mate?
6: I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm well.
0: Right. Um, first question up from Jeremy. Um, how long did it take you to uh, think about putting pen to paper in re-signing? And congratulations on that, too.
6: <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty relatively easy decision. Um, well, we just had some talks about it, and then not too long after that I signed it, because yeah, the club's pretty been pretty good to me, so why not stay?
2: Good stuff. Um, we just want to make sure we get things right, Trent. Can you run us through the pronunciation of your surname? Um, I'm going to go with Bahaja.
1: Did you hear how it was pronounced in Canberra <laughs> by I the know, grand announcer? It was like <laughs> no, Bahaja or something.
6: Uh, yeah, it's Bahaja.
1: And then they announced Izzo as Izzo. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you just... Give us a brief history of um, your younger days, even though you are young. Um, did you start at your minor and then was it right you went straight from your minor to the Mariners Academy, or can you clear that up for us?
6: Um, well, yeah, I started at your minor Eagles at under five through to about under 12s, and then I had one, one year at Southern Edelong, and then I started playing for the Mariners Academy. First, I was in the yeah. Central Coast Thunder. And then it just went into the Mariners Academy, and then I've been in there since that. And then I was wasn't like pre-seasons ago. And then I got in the youth team, and then yeah.
4: Um, Paul O'Con came in uh, a month before the pre-season start. How was um he, uh, to make your decision to stay? How big of a factor was he?
6: Uh, yeah, obviously um, he's a great coach. I had him at the Young Socceroos when I was there, and I had a he had a good first impression on me, and um. Yeah, it was a, made it relatively easily to decide to stay because he's got a certain playing style, which suits my type of play. And, um, yeah, obviously, I hope I can develop more onto him.
0: Um, last week, you took over um, Fab's starting spot. What's the relationship between you two? Is he, like, pushing you or are you pushing him? Is it good competition there?
6: Uh, yeah, obviously, yeah, It's a great competition, you know, to have. He's a great player. And... Um, yeah, I wouldn't say I've taken this spot, um, I've, I, I haven't, well, like, I haven't really taken it, I'm just playing it at the moment, but um, obviously it's a great battle between us and um, hopefully it keeps it up, keeps me on my toes and hopefully it makes me perform more.
2: Cool. So Paul Ocon was a significant factor in your decision to stay, Trent. What, what, are the, what were the other things that um, made you want to stay here?
6: Uh, well, obviously the Central Coast is my home, I've been here my whole life. 18 years now, so that's obviously a big factor, and um, yeah, I'm still living at home, my family's still here, and yeah, it's just much easier.
4: Um, there's a lot of talents in our youth side. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a few that are knocking down the door to play A-League. Do you think, Is there anyone yet to play for the senior team that you feel is ready to step up and play A-League?
6: Uh, yeah, so they're, all, they're all a great bunch of lads, and obviously they've got talent, and um, I just think, yeah, Hopefully after this season, some of them will get a look in. And well, Ryan Peterson's been training the first team all the season, so and he's had a few. Get, um, he's been on the bench a couple of times, so that's one of many, I would say.
1: How will the boys after the weekend? Um, obviously, this year we've improved a lot uh, on last year. Uh, we've had a couple of good wins, and then um, we've backed that up with maybe some not so good performances, like in Canberra. Um, I guess it was probably a. a big challenge before the weekend to try and get some consistency up. Um, so how are the boys after the weekend?
6: Uh yeah, as you said key, you know, um, we have had some good performances and we have had some bad but um it's been more good than bad and um, hopefully we can do it on that. And yeah, after the weekend's game, um, obviously you shattered you lose, but um yeah we're we're all keeping our heads high and hopefully we can back we can play better this weekend and get the win.
0: Um, you get to score a goal in the A-League. Um, do you feel you've been unlucky in some situations <laughs> and a goal isn't too far away?
6: Uh, yeah, hopefully it's not too far away. Um,
0: I don't mean
4: that as a flag to... by
6: the way. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah, I,
0: <laughs> I
4: wrote that question, so blame me if it was. <laughs>
6: Never. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully the goal's not too far away. Um, yeah, just once I get one, then hopefully more comes.
2: What's your favourite thing to do on your day off, Trent?
6: Um not much really. Just relax, hang out with friends, um go to the beach occasionally and um yeah, just hang out really.
1: We were we were not gonna ask you this, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. Are you are you still living at home or are you living with one of the boys?
6: No, nah, I'm still living at home with my parents.
1: Does mum make a good dinner?
6: <laughs> yes, always. Is that why you're still at home? <laughs> probably, probably making it right now. <laughs>
1: Good political
2: answer there <laughs>
6: Yeah
2: uh, Who's
0: the loudest and who's the quietest in the dressing room?
6: Uh, loudest? Um,
0: I imagine you're the quietest
6: uh, Yeah, I'm probably the quietest
0: Yeah, there we go and, um, <laughs>
6: Izzo's, Izzo's pretty loud sometimes um, Yeah I don't know, everyone's chairs around really Everyone's quite out there
0: Right, we've got a question from, I think it was Land Mullet. Um <laughs> That's on Twitter. Twitter. Name. Yeah. It's not his real name, even though wouldn't be surprised on the coast. Um, my daughter wants to know do you have a girlfriend?
6: <laughs> do I have a what? A girlfriend. A better um, half. No, not at the moment, not at the moment I don't. No.
0: Right. Okay. We'll let him know. We'll let him know that.
6: What? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I don't know if he's got like eggs. As a coast, child the or coast coming, football yeah. Tinder.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the word out for you, yeah. Trent. Don't you
6: worry.
0: Um, would you have any um, sort of tips you for um, young young footballers on the coast?
6: Uh, obviously, keep working hard. Anything is possible, and um, if you put your mind to it, you can reach your goals.
0: And how many hours did you say when you were younger that you put into playing football or you know practicing your touch? Uh,
6: well, I've been, well, I was at the International Football School, so I was pretty much on the ball every day there for two hours or so and then training in the afternoon sometimes. So uh, it takes hard work and dedication. So if you, if you want to get where you want to be, and you've got to put the hard, hard work in.
2: Have you had some encouragement along the way, Trent, with any sort of small successes? Um, um, I've got in the back of my mind uh, that you might have uh, won a grand final along the way in those junior years.
6: Uh, yes, I, um funny thing is I was in three grand finals in a row. I lost them all. And then I moved to Southern Erdogan for one year and then I won it there. So, yeah, minor was there. yeah I made a lot of grand finals but wasn't too lucky enough to win them.
1: How, how was uh, your time at the IFS? Because obviously you're the first um, youngster that we've had come out of that school to sign a professional contract. Um, do you think that the school is a, is a good pathway for that to happen on the coast?
6: Uh, yeah, so I think it's a great opportunity. Um, kids are getting on the ball. They're starting from kindergarten even now. They've started the kindergarten there. So if you want to see kids there, you can, they can go from kindergarten all the way to year 12. And obviously, we want to hope that they'll become a better player out of that time, going there for 12 years or so. Uh, yeah, it's a great pathway to, the, to make you a better player, really.
5: Yeah? Hey Trent, Sean here. Just uh, wondering, what's the impact at the IFS school with uh, the former uh, the former Mariners that are there? And, and are there any that have had a, a direct impact on yourself?
6: Um, yeah, there's a lot of ex-Mariners players up there now. And um, I think they've all given me um, some tips and tricks of what I'm doing and how to make me better.
0: Um, with Wellington coming up this week, um, how do you think you're going to go there? Can you see yourself starting?
6: Uh, I'm not sure where I'm starting or not. Um, the Wellington... Uh, hopefully we can, it's a big travel over there, so hopefully we can go there and get the win.
4: Obviously, Ernie Merrick left the post at Wellington this week. I'm sure you're going to be um, expecting a pretty tough game against Wellington. who will probably be fired up after that.
6: Yeah, they will come out firing, but we'll uh, we obviously stick to our game plan and play the way we always play, and hopefully that turns out good for us.
0: Now, your dad is your uh, manager, isn't he? So... How do you see that relationship going? Is it good to have someone so close in charge?
6: Um, Nah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: No diplomacy
6: there. Yeah, It's just the same, really.
0: Fair enough. Well, thank you very much for joining this week, Trent. I appreciate it. Uh,
6: No worries. Thank you for having me.
1: Thanks, Trent. No worries.
6: Thanks very much,
0: Trent.
2: going off the cuff here. What do you, what do you reckon about uh, comments from our senior players about needing reinforcements? What does the club think about that? Oh,
5: you know, there's, it's that time you know, for us uh, that um, generally transfer window's coming up, there's a lot of talk, you know, players have got their contracts up and next season's coming through, the broadcast deal. There's a lot of movement in that and to catch a player at the, uh, at the end of the match that's quite heated... Um, you know, and he's thinking, why did we uh, struggle in that match and not get the result that we thought we did? Um, I, I, I don't see, I don't see any dramas with, uh, with, with any of that. We want our players to speak honestly. We want them to be open and honest and transparent and do that. So, uh, so all the more for it. Um, it's nothing that's, uh, uh, nothing that hasn't been discussed internally. And um, and yeah, so you know, hopefully, hopefully we are in a position that we can, uh, we can make some movements there. It's a, it's a complicated process, but. Um, yeah, yeah, no drummers with that at all. So, yeah.
0: what's the latest with Tavares?
5: What's the latest with uh, with Mickey? So, at the moment, there's um, there's some conjecture around his injury. There's some conflicting reports. Whether it's yeah, because it's or not funny surgery. because he
0: saw him in a moon boot yeah. and I didn't. Okay. I saw him in the pregame limping. I didn't
5: even know that he was injured until I saw him at the yeah. Yeah. limping. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, I know he was seeing a specialist again today. Um, so there's a bit of there's still a bit of time. It's it's actually. It, it It's hard to tell uh, in essence what's happened is his foot's just swollen right, so it's just like foot swollen and then he iced it down and then ran out and his foot was swollen again is this so. is this some training or? Um, well this was yeah yeah this this had happened um pre training I believe um at uh, at one of the training sessions and um uh yeah, and then so so the of course the everyone's gone in to go have a look it's still early days to see what's going on. But um, but yeah, I'm sure we'll find out. Yeah, after then the um, the next one, of uh, specialists have a good look at it.
1: Has he gone back overseas? Uh, no, because that's what Fox reported in the pregame. Apparently on the
5: weekend. Oh, that's interesting because that he, he was he was here about two hours ago. Okay, well there um, you go. So, but look, in saying that, there is um, uh, there was one of the recommendations that, that he heads overseas for some specialist treatment on it. So it's just determining what the um, what the right right process is. Uh. Maybe uh, Fox or uh, Nicholas and Elka.
0: <laughs> so, Again <laughs>
5: yeah, I'll, I'll be honest Most of that starts to go above my head It's uh, it's uh more stuff for um, Andrew Neil And our, our head of medical he, he drives all that And looks after all that And Right well, Yeah so
1: Yeah I think you've mentioned it a few times Sort of off the cuff But are there any plans for a Fan forum in the new year?
5: Yes Yes most definitely Are uh, we hosting it? Uh, when, when I say yes I mean I want to have one, and I've actually done no plans, but I really know that we need one. Okay, so yeah, so but um, really keen to get some feedback uh, on timings when sort of suits everyone. What's good? We figure that school holidays is going to be good. Finding the right spot in the in the calendar, Um, but yeah, it'll be a good time. Um, to um, to get everyone together and be able to, to have a good face to face. It's been a while since we've done that, and I think that's important for us as a club.
1: Would Mike be there?
5: Uh, I, I'd I'd like to. I'd like to see if if Mike's available. Um, but uh, but at the moment we're we're unsure when uh, when he's going to be available next to uh, to come in. Mainly because he just wants to make sure when he comes he, he comes for good reasons and can really add value. Yeah. So, all right, let, oh, let me ask you a question? question. I've got a question for you guys. I have one. Can I get some honest feedback about the Mariners members' Facebook page? Uh, because it's a new initiative from us. Really honest? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, really honest. Um, and, and I suppose, yeah, you know, I'm looking at it and when it started, it sort of surprised me how much it took off. <clears throat> it's definitely taking a life of its own. Um, yeah, <laughs> how much we can control that, I'm not sure. But I'm really keen to see, A, what the thoughts are and, B, where where should we where where should this end up is, is it got the right balance is it yeah where where's it going wrong or right at the moment? okay well,
0: the content that comes from the club is good the content that comes from the fans is not so good, <laughs> <laughs> having said that we tend to self police it as in by policing i mean like just shouting down, but the problem with the internet is just. There's no such thing as facts anymore like the facts don't matter like I was spewing out facts last night and someone called me a know it all so like it's just the facts don't matter to some people and that's the problem with social media these days it's just ridiculous so you know the live the live footage from um, post and pregame from yourself and whoever else is brilliant I like that some of the the shit that comes out of people's fingers or mouths or whatever they're thinking. it's. I'm proud when someone goes, listen to the podcast. I think the the listeners of this podcast are probably the smartest fans you've got, the the most well-informed, I should say, because they don't go around just spewing out just crap about, you know, a song. Um, someone called, I think it was Mr. Cons... What did that person say? Can Mr. Chessent please open his purse strings and buy some players and not worry about the stadium? Mr. Charlton. Charlton, Charlton, thank you. (laughs) What's going on with that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so – it's just really, really misinformed and that's what I think frustrates us the most. Well, this this is part of the reason
5: why we created it because you can't have those conversations in in the normal Facebook world. It just – yeah, when the whole world's watching, it just becomes yeah even ten thousand times worse.
2: But that's what I love about it that that we have isolated ourselves from the public, where we can have those arguments, we can uh, self-police, um, we can self-inform, um, and we're not in the public domain where people can ridicule us for it. We're not we're not getting messages from somebody saying I'm not going to renew my membership. Um, who's a Western Sydney member when you look at it. Um, so, so to me we've created this place where we can embarrass ourselves endlessly without actually embarrassing ourselves and uh, the fans are doing a good job of that and I thought when it first started it was, it was not well self-policed but in recent days more and more fans have developed the confidence to say hey that's not right, and I know something about that. And and uh, while I dislike the tone of some of those people's comments because I personally, I don't swear on social media and I don't believe that you need to abu- be abusive to people to make your points, so there's a little bit of that and a little bit of tone in some of them, but but not too bad, actually. I, th- I think, in a way, the tone of how is How my sarcasm? Your sarcasm is usually about as um, difficult to see through as glad rap. <laughs> 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 but um, but even that, you know, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of sarcasm that is sort of self-policing in there. So, yeah, I'm, I, I, I quite like the evolution mm. of it, to be honest. I
0: think people need to understand if someone has a differing opinion to you, they're not abusing you, they're not shouting at you, then it's just a different opinion. That's all it is. You don't need to get upset and run away.
2: And you can both leave the room with your opinion intact. <laughs> you don't have to... I
0: thought you were going to say you can both leave the room and talk to each other somewhere else because there's two people will sit on the same room and the same couch and type (laughs) away.
2: It's not what I was alluding to, but I'm hearing it.
0: Right. I think it's important. Can you move your mic up again the second week in a row, mate? Your wife had a go at you last week for being too quiet. Sorry, hon. There we go. Cool. I'm
1: sure that's probably the... No, I won't go there. Um, I think it's important the way you go about that opinion as well because I think there's a few people that go that they sprout their opinion and then it by the end of it it turns into being abusive towards a certain sort of party or whatever and i think i think that's where the whole self policing thing is working slowly i so think i, I there, think it's a great idea overall
0: I, I think there are some people that think that they have um a self given right they have a self given right that the club should do everything that they say and everything that they think and they think that that page is now f- their way of telling the club what they should do, and then the club should do that
5: yeah and and that 's the trap that um, uh, I definitely know the club has done previously uh, many times but we can easily fall into is thirty people can make a lot of noise, but thirty people in the real real scheme of things it 's not a lot of people so so thirty people upset on social media it looks like the whole world is caving in yeah but really if there's a I'm going to say, if there's a wanderer's f- flag that's in a merchandise outlet, it's not that big a deal, you know, and um, you know, and, and it's and it's not designed to outrage yeah, and <laughs> you know and, 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 and cause a lot of grief. Um, did you approve that, or did you not so approve that? <laughs> oh, look, look what we, what we approved, we approved for Rebel to have our own their own Wanderers store for the wanderers. That was over in the wanderers mm. area. That's what was what was intended to happen. Last minute, fell apart for them. They already had stock. They put it in there. It didn't work. But but that's that's their prerogative as a, that's a rebel as, sport, as a isn't it? Yeah. That's not the club, that's rebel yeah. sport. Yes. Yeah, that's right. So and yeah, we, we have a lot of debate in the office about this and and I know that most of the staff will be listening to this so they'll reflect upon it. Um we have a lot of uh, yeah, questioning about the difference in our merchandise programme from this year to last year, um, because there's there's a lot of opinion that it's not as good as not as great and it's a lot harder. Um But then I remind them about the amount of hard work and the difficulty for our staff to do something that's not core business for us, uh, to to be running a shop and and to be doing stock takes and the amount of heavy lifting and and stuff that goes along uh, with doing that when their actual expertise is in other areas. Um, means that for us as a club it was it was really hurting us it was really holding us back so so we know that this isn't great but but will rebel who are you know the biggest retailer sports retailer in australia will they get better will they improve absolutely i think they'll, they'll continue to grow and and listen to you guys and, and do the right thing uh but they're the type of scenarios that, that um that come up for us as a club where you're sort of juggling up what is what is actually best here because there's no there's no perfect answer until you get to until you get to a situation that there's that much sales and that much revenue to be made that you can allocate you know, a, full, you know, a full department and three or four full-time staff. But we're just not in that position right now. So.
2: But did you think that that particular post was self-policed? I did because mm. very few people liked it. And while nobody directly commented to say, what are you talking about? Who cares? Because let's face it, the fact is I'm not going to buy any Wanderers merchandise no matter where it is because I'm a Mariners fan. Hmm. So Wanderers fans are not going to buy more Mariners jerseys because there are no Wanderers ones there. Yeah. So I didn't, I never saw what the harm was. Um, but to me, there, w- there wasn't a great interest in that particular post and it quickly sort of subsided, unlike others, uh, that needed more sort of policing. Um, so, so I sort of thought that was managed by fans. And, and was it, I think it was one of two posts where the club didn't get involved. And I think it's important in some of those posts that the club doesn't get involved um, and lets the fans have those conversations and sometimes they'll pull each other apart a little bit. But that's social media and, and uh, it is what it is. Uh,
5: yeah, I mean, the good thing is we are listening. We do read every post that's there. Oh, my God, know, who does so. that? <laughs> <laughs> Poor
0: person. Um, the post I found funny was when someone said, "Oh look how many people have agreed with me on this, on this thread. And I'm just sitting there thinking, well, you know, there's probably twenty times that amount of people that just couldn't be bothered reading through this shit, and could be bothered fighting against you because you're not going to listen to them anyway. So, the point's null and void.
5: Yeah. So, and I, I, um, I think for 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 any member who's listening to this podcast right now is take the time to to make sure that you you use all avenues of communication as well. I think the I think the forum CCM fans um, is is a really good outlet as well. You can have a have a deeper, articulate conversation at times. Uh, that's in there. Sometimes it gets a little bit off track, but, um, but but again, I think that that's a that's an important part of our uh, engagement. That's there. That there's again, there's there's rarely a post up there that that I don't read. Um, I try to get in, involved a lot more than I than I can um, currently in there. But um, but again, I find that another good resource for the club to to be listening in, along with the podcast, along with meetings with the OSC that. Um, um, uh, they, they continue, and we continue to listen to those guys. So there's a lot more, there's a lot more inbound um, yeah, communication for the club than um, uh, than any club, actually. In my experience, I, I have actually haven't experienced this amount of feedback uh, in, in any of my roles from any of the clubs.
2: And how would you want, what's your preference for how fans would engage you? So let's say I've got something that I want to ask the club about how the match day works or give some feedback uh, or um, ask a question of you. Is it your preference that people post in that group and ask the question or would you prefer, um, especially if maybe there's a little bit of sensitivity around it, if somebody picks up the phone and call?
5: Oh, look, uh, it's (laughs) It's hard because, again, there's lots of different ways. Um, I definitely encourage members to talk to members. Because the amount of knowledge that, that the other members have got makes it easier for the club, you know. Uh, otherwise, we we spend so much time listening that we can't actually get things fixed at times. Um, and handling... You know, sometimes, you know, poor Dan, I hear him there, and he'll answer the same question, you know, 30 times a day. Um, whereas, yeah... It, yeah, the more we can encourage members to talk to each other, then that can clean it up. But then, if it gets, if there is something serious, if there is something direct, or yeah, um, then then yeah, the, the the phones are always always open. I'm I'm trying. I've got a lot of personal me- uh, messages that come through on my own Facebook, and I try to get back to to them a lot. But for those who aren't my friend on Facebook, it doesn't really flag with me. Sometimes I don't know who you are, um, but um, but they yeah, I'm getting to know you. So. Um, uh, that's, um, but yeah yeah so that 's the best way I can say is is speak to the other members, see if it 's a, a a common question, and if it seems to be something that well no one 's really asked this then then yeah um, put it up on the page or uh, or send us an email or, or call Dan or uh, write us a letter We get plenty of plenty of handwritten letters still coming in there 's loads of those, yeah, handwritten, really handwritten yeah. letters oh yeah, here yeah, we Jesus. get a wax seal on the envelope uh, we uh, oh, we do. We get. We get them, and and, uh, uh, and are they delivered by owls? So um, often they're delivered in person. <laughs> Harry, Potter, um, Harry Potter. Yeah. So uh, generally we try to write back as well. So again, there are a lot of our members who who aren't on email, who who don't have um, the the digital um, technology at the moment.
1: Do you write back by hand?
5: I have done. Yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> I have done. So, That's good. Yes. Um, I realised how bad my handwriting was. <laughs> <laughs> what about Morse code? Yeah, no, no <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got any of that.
2: What's your feedback, Sean? You have you've, uh, yeah, w- you've just wound some of out of us about what we think of the members' group. What do you think?
5: Um, I'm really intrigued to see where this where this goes. I've spoken to some of the other A clubs and they just looked at us and said, We could never do that. We, we could never we could never get there. It would just yeah, it would be too big of a beast for them to handle. Um, and they would have taken the no members get to post and we would just deliver you content in a one way. Um, streak is is their thoughts, and look, if it gets out of control, yeah, you know, we we may have to um, you know make that decision at some stage. But uh, but that's what I think is the quality about our members and and being on the coast is we've got a really good um, good group of people who who actually get that this is something pretty special that that they can go. So um, yeah, I, I I think I'd probably like a bit less noise uh, at times. Um, yeah, but it's but I don't want to curb anyone's enthusiasm either. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. Less. Crap posts like I'm sad to see Ernie gone. We don't need to know about that in there.
5: Yeah, and I'm sick
2: that.
0: of hearing about Lewis Garcia. Oh,
2: it's dry. true, but we all have the ability to scroll up, don't we? And that, that's yeah, what my wife says to me when her friends post things I don't like.
5: We, we could, you know, like just ask about the um, the, the post match song. That's, a, that's that gets a good run on there. <laughs> that's, that's
0: We're going to be talking about that shortly. Okay. Quality
5: posts.
1: Um, is there any news any more news on the tv deal obviously things are starting to come to a head with um, Thursday yeah finishes. yeah so yeah. 9th
5: of December is with the last chance so right now there will be plenty of execs in um, uh, in, in mm. broadcast organizations putting together their final bids um, that have come together and um, everyone's waiting with bated breath um, I was down in Melbourne uh, for the FFA Cup where there was a CEOs meeting and it, and it was a, a lot of conversation around there and um, yeah, there's a lot of excitement that, um, that there could be some good competitive tension uh, around the deal. So the fact that the FFA um, you know, had the confidence to say, no, nope, we're going to go open market with this was a really good sign.
1: Because it's what I read earlier today, it was all free-to-air networks, being in sports, even though I think there was something about Twitter getting involved or something like that, but it seems like there's a lot of players. I think it might have been
5: Google. So, so how it works is, is if they're interested, they signed a, um, uh, a non-disclosure uh, agreement, and then they can receive all the information about uh, about the A League and what they need to uh, what ne- what they need to know, so that they can um, you know uh, create their uh, create their bids. So um, so yeah, there's there's plenty of those out there, and that includes all the all the majors. Okay, so
0: ex- sorry, Luke. Yeah, okay. So expressions of interest finish this week, mm-hmm. and then the bids come in in January.
5: Is that correct? No, 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 no. Um, the, the the bids come in now. Um, but then they will they will go through a process of um, clarifying questions that are coming with those bids, right? Um, you know, and and uh, and working through to and then appoint and say you're number one and you're number two type sort of a thing, and you guys are, are nowhere near the mark. So okay. so that that happens through this process now. So um, and because the bids need to come in incomplete, complete, the way it's sort of structured is they can't just say, right, well, I want to bid for Friday nights and I don't want anything else, you've got to bid for the lot. So you've got to say the lot. But if they don't want Friday nights, then they've got to marry up with somebody else and they need to do that unsolicited from the mm-hmm. FFA. So the FFA can't say, you speak with you and get together and do this. They can't construct it that way. So, um, so it's, yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's a lot involved in that process. But there's an independent organisation that is running that um, uh, for the FFA, so there's some good experts involved in that. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Well, let's hope um, Optus don't get anywhere near it, eh? Well, you know, yeah, it's
5: an interesting conversation, isn't it? So, if if Optus, let's well, let, let's say it's not Optus, but it's a similar provider um, that does everything digital, and you can't get it on TV. But then they go and yeah, they go and offer us two hundred yeah, million dollars. Then the whole landscape changes for us. So, yeah, yeah, we may not um, we may not be able to watch it as much. But jeez, we could be you know giving everybody. Everything that they wanted on a grassroots level to to really h- help the sport, um, you know. So so there's a yeah. Th- but there's then
0: would it hurt the product in the long run though? That's the problem.
5: Yeah, well, well a lot of the thought at the moment is um, is that the digital age is moving at such a rapid rate that um, that yeah, TVs um, are, are not being seen as much as as um, as, as mobile phones and hmm. personal screens. So, so it's, I'm just it's worried about quality of service. Yeah, well, someone's still got to film. Someone's still got to got to set up the cameras, and mm. someone's still got to commentate the game and do all that. And and um, um, yeah, yeah.
2: But if you see an, a major audience shift towards something like that, then they'll. Um They'll be all over that provider when it's technically poor um, and the pressure will mount for them and they'll either have to... i just don't
0: give a shit at the moment. Well,
2: of course they don't because there's been a lower take-up than I imagine that they expected. If they were in the situation where they had all of the football and all of a sudden it's Fox, really, that'd be worried about the loss of the coverage because it's where they're investing their money at the moment. It's also arguable that they're interfering a bit with the competition but that's a separate issue so would they interfere more or less than optus who actually knows about that i'm not sold on fox i've been a fox customer for many years um but i can tell you if the a leg changes to optus or somewhere else i'll think hard about whether or not i need fox anymore um it's just a different platform mm. and if everybody moves across there then they'll be forced and they'll have the funding probably to be able to make it well, technical i manner. think
0: fox slash telstra learned their lesson from the EPL.
2: yeah they'll well, if they didn't, they certainly are more aware of the possibilities, aren't they?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so fair enough. Do the clubs get much involvement in in the process or is it really just we have to sit back and let the FFA do what they do and then they just sort of let everyone know what's going on?
5: What's been good in this process is it's brought the clubs together to make sure that we've got a shared voice. So the um, so the clubs have, have definitely got a lot closer together. And, and so um, they've appointed Scott Barlow and Simon Pearce, the chairman of Sydney FC and chairman of... Uh, Melbourne City to to lead um the um to, to lead the, the A Leagues uh, club's involvement in that. So they're heavily involved um and to have the um the the, uh, the city group um uh, weighing in on this is can only be a good thing. So um so yeah yeah we are involved in, and if and if I had a question and I needed to uh, to speak to anyone and, and um uh, Simon and Scott would definitely make sure that that um, that gets a lot of the day.
0: Um a question got asked on that Mariners members page um how is buying the stadium profitable for us
5: yeah there it's there are two different parts to it so i've 've heard plenty of feedback around don 't worry about the stadium and um you yeah, know how about we get a get a marquee player for now but the the stadium um conversation is is one that's uh um in in that scenario, it's it's a totally different ballpark. If we're able to get a better relationship with the with the stadium agreement with the stadium council that comes through, then uh, then it's only going to benefit the club as the anchor tenant. So, um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, it's uh, yeah,
1: it's very short sighted though, isn't it, to say that oh, well, don't worry about this, don't worry about that, and let's just buy a whole bunch of players.
5: Yeah, but you know what, I get it. You know, we're allowed to be sports fans. We want our team to win. Yeah. Um, that's okay. It's um, <clears> yeah. I don't know if anyone really. Is expecting the club to take that, you know, seriously, um, more than just let's no one of their cake and eat it too. Um, every 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 member's got got the right to um to to push for that and yeah. So what are the plans for the stadium? Um, what are the plans for the stadium? We're working hard with uh, with council at the moment. Um, definitely have a look at, looking at a lot of short term things that can happen there, um, and it's uh, and we're still trying to work towards a, a really good ten year deal.
2: What did you think about uh, fans having a bit of conversation in the Mariners members forum about the stadium and facilities there, and giving feedback directly to the council? Is that something to be encouraged or
5: discouraged? Oh, it's it's everybody's uh, it's everybody's right, and, and and it's hard for the club at times to answer questions that are out of our control. Um, so I can understand why members would want to go straight to the council or to the stadium uh, and express that. I think it's um, uh, we've we've received some feedback that that some of the food ran out. Uh, at the game And some of the responses That, that came through Were um, um, Were intriguing um, But um, But yeah, yeah that's, there's, there's no harm in that
0: uh, We have had We've tried to have Kath on But um, Various circumstances Mean that she hasn't been on So we're going to Endeavour to get back her uh, Get her back on And um, Ask her some of the questions About food And drink And all sorts sort of stuff So It's hard mm. it's,
1: it's, it's hard Because you don't want to Wipe your hands of it But At the end of the day It's not in the club's control
5: yeah. Yeah, that's right. um yeah, the best thing that we can do is is work with Cath and find out how we can improve things. As a great example is the gate that we've got to the um to the uh the, the back entry for the members function. Um that's, that's something that we worked really well with the stadium and the more that we can do that, the better we can work with the stadium, the the better outcomes that that can happen for us. So that has allowed us to um to to have far better um uh, far later appearances for our players and for our coach as well at that function, uh, which is really good. So, so we, yeah, the the more that we can uh, work closely with with Kath in the stadium, the, the better outcomes will happen for everyone.
0: All right, memberships this year are um, up on last year. Uh, last year there were six oh five nine. This year we've got six oh nine three, and we're still going for the record, aren't we? Six two four two.
5: Yeah, yeah, we're on track um, at the moment. So there's still. Uh, generally, once you hit January, the the membership stops or dries right up. Um, so yeah, so there's there's the the, the Christmas rush that we like to see now, and uh, which is, um, I'll be honest, it's it's, it's amazing and it, it's really rewarding. Um, where we were pre-season and um, um, and looking at some numbers, I was I was I was had some really grave concerns about um, what this season ahead would look look, look like for us. But um, but no, everyone's everyone's. Coming and it's good and, and yeah, C- could you imagine if we we're able to hit the hit the record membership following a following the season yeah, that we had? I, I think spoon, yeah. I, I, I think what it does show is how much um, opportunity there is for us when we do get things really humming on the field. Um, that the uh, that the overall size of the club has grown, and um, and we don't know how exactly how big that will be until we um, until we really deliver some good results. Uh,
0: last night the online shop went up um now dan mentioned something about um members discounts are a bit difficult at the moment do you know anything about that
5: yeah look one of the hold-ups for the online shop was making sure that the uh, members could get their discount on the online shop but um, that was part of the thing that caused the delay now they haven't been able to get the data migration to to marry up so that you can punch in your membership number and get your discount um, and then, yeah, on Monday the call was made. Look, let's get the shop up, and we'll worry about the discount component later. But it's it's definitely held back um, mm. quite a substantial bit of time trying to trying to get this perfect you know, model that's out there. But yeah, we, we just needed to get up and running, and then we'll, we'll figure out and uh, let everybody know when you can punch in and get your ten percent discount. Otherwise, come to the game, show your membership card, and um, and get your discount at the um, at the store where you get to try it on. There's there's no drama with that either. Oh, right, thanks for joining us again. That's right. No drums. Appreciate
0: it. Once again, we haven't really got any cheaper things like quotes. Cause it just gets harder and harder because the amount of people that we call out every week. Um, Seem to disappear We've definitely scared some of them off
2: So we're doing a job But we're doing it too well
1: Yeah, There we was need... a couple of
2: decent attempts There was that attempt, uh, you know Mr Charlton?
1: Like, yeah, <laughs> yes. Mr Charlton It was a good try but Someone called Paul Ocon Acon yeah, That, was, that was the best yeah. one that
4: I saw um, Ac- a- Get Acon out and bring Ernie in <laughs> Oh my god Yeah mate. Let's get the guy From delete the team your, That's du- dead last delete, you, delete your social media Right now mate Let's definitely you, you do you that can't, Your opinion can't Get any worse than that
0: Um Michelle who, Who's been on this podcast Uh She got called a racist For pointing out That um Jumpai doesn't speak English
3: Hmm
2: Hmm 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 Fit for thought Hmm Was there racism involved though? No there wasn't well, when somebody says to me I don't speak Japanese, then I don't take offence Well, to they're it. a racist.
0: <laughs> Deadset
4: racist. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something there. <laughs> so it's now racist to point I... out a fact about
2: someone. Exactly. Okay.
0: In this post-fact world, when you bring out facts, you tend to get shouted down.
2: Well, so that one of you doesn't have to point it out and be racist, I'm just going to say that I don't speak Japanese.
0: You can't say that on the podcast, mate. <laughs> Sorry, can you edit it that, There's no room
4: for racism on oh, this podcast. Can you edit God. that out? No,
0: no, okay. On to previews. Um, Sydney at home against Melbourne City.
1: Oof, cracker. Yeah, it should be a good game. Um, I like replay of the FFA Cup final. So close together as well. Mm. Revenge. Interesting.
3: Revenge.
1: I think Sydney will be pretty fired up. I think um, they didn't. Again. They didn't play that great <laughs> against Newcastle, but I think they'll want to get uh, their own back against Melbourne City, and they'll probably step up. So and I'm especially going. at home as well. Yeah, I'm going Sydney.
4: <coughs> I'm going to go high scoring draw 2 2. Sydney.
2: At home. Yeah, I, I still it think. This thing's real tight, isn't it? I still think heart. Uh, heart. <laughs> 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 I still think. <laughs> Melbourne <laughs> fart. I, I still think City have, got, um, have got some uh, ego things to deal with. Melbourne so. City have egos? I'm,
0: I'm either leaning towards draw Shocking. or Sydney. I think it's gonna have a few goals in it either way. I might go high score and draw. Are you writing this down? You're doing the tips now.
2: I, stop, li- I stop listen. Stop to the copying this me, Jimmy. You okay.
0: listen back to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, first game This is a triple letter on Saturday. Uh, first game is us at away at uh, Wellington.
4: Well, if we're going to grab a win, I reckon it's this one. Although they'll although obviously be fired up after Ernie left,
1: mm. but and we're not we're not in Wellington, are we? It's in Hamilton. Hamilton. Lincoln. Is this the one? Is about is it about an hour south, or is, that, or is that, the other game, or is, I think it's this one.
2: I don't know New Zealand geography. So no. I In, I've got Ham- no NZ idea. geography
1: is not my strong suit. Is
2: it Hamilton, uh, an hour or so south of Auckland? Ah, uh, yes. Well, Auckland your guess is as good yeah. as mine. I've been there. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, but I stayed at a place called Tuakau, which is are you about heading over there, Moro? Oh, I've tried this one on my wife, but. Hasn't worked out for me yet. Mel, take him out. He's getting itchy. How much are, how much are flights, though? Come on, Mel, take me to Auckland.
1: She hates football.
2: I oh, know, but there's other things in New Zealand, like... <laughs> Hobbits. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <for> vacant land. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Good dairy products. Milkshakes. Oh, the chocolate milk. There is a chocolate milk over there that is like pure gold. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Their dairy
2: products are fantastic.
1: Yeah, right. Hobbit. Milk. Are we not speaking about the game because oh, yeah, we're we're going to get done? Oh. <laughs> oh, there, there is a game. Yeah, Yeah, it's
0: yeah. elephant in the room. Um, I, uh, draw.
4: Oh, I think I, I can. I can never tip us for. A oh, we have to tip us anyway. S- uh, s- I've I just don't finished writing CCM. CCM like, did next let me finish. I, I I don't like tipping us because I never know what's going to happen in a game. Honestly, I never know what's going to happen in one of our games.
0: You're not allowed to tip a draw.
2: Jimmy CCM, well, he Luke took to CCM, CCM. We'll have
4: to tip CCM,
0: Josh CCM,
2: and Aaron's. We're not going through the
0: rules of this frigging tipping comp <laughs> every
2: single
1: week. Why talk- not? Can't we debate it again? No, we're just talking about the game. Yes, yeah, <laughs> the game. <laughs> I think, draw, From what it sounds like, from what it sounds like, <laughs> turn his mic off. <laughs> um, from what it sounds like, I don't think Tavares will be back. Uh, Monty. Uh, was almost going to start the weekend just gone, so I think he might start. I think if we have at least one of them, we'll be in a lot more better stead than what we were on the weekend.
0: I've um, heard a rumour that Monty won't be back. Oh, oh. It is a rumour though, so yeah. there yes. we go.
1: If, if we're missing both of them, it is going to be tough, but Wellington don't look good and they do have good players, but now that they don't have Ernie... They could all step up again like we see so often. So do it's, you think, it's a very hard one to call.
0: Do you think our backs can deal with
1: their um, Krishna? He's a tricky customer, but yes. So do I. But they need to play better than they did on the weekend.
2: And we need to play the game plan, not what we did in Canberra.
1: Yeah. I think yeah. As, Ascroft and McGing are forming a good partnership, um, but there still was times where they were sort of maybe caught in no-man's land a little bit. Um Storm for all the good things he did Going forward early on uh, Got caught out of position a lot So we can't have that happen again And um, But I, I think we can We can probably handle it
0: Alright, next game on Saturday Wanderers at home against Melbourne Victory
4: Another cracker I reckon that, That's at ANZ as well So I don't know how the crowd's going to yeah. be But um, I'm going to tip Victory But not a confident uh, Not a confident tip
0: I think the Wanderers can do this. Yeah, do yeah make a bit victory. Yeah. Yep, I
1: think. Definitely. I think they're. I'm I think they're probably coming into form, and we probably played them into form quite a fair bit on the weekend. Yeah, agree. Mm. Um, so I, th- I think Martinez is starting to come um, come really good. I think the midfield's going very well. Whereas Victory's midfield, we, we love, we love, we love our struggling.
4: team. We love our team, but we're no Melbourne Victory. That's why I think I'll probably dip Victory in this one.
2: Victory have uh, are playing as individuals, whereas Western Sydney have just shown they can play as a team. And, Good point. Uh, this this uh, game, had it been at spotless, I would have picked a draw. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> true. But, <laughs> but um, because it's at a said, then i A&M, I'm going to go for Western any, Sydney. Any
4: team with Marco Rojas in it stands a chance. Exactly, because sure. they've yep.
2: got all of that talent. And Truisi yeah. is the same scenario. <laughs> and, and Kalfala. And there could, be,
4: there could be a time where they missed all those chances last week. There's going to be a week where all those chances go in and they're going to s- smash some team. Hopefully not us. That's true. But right. Western Sydney for me. So the that's last a Saturday
2: game victory a Western Sydney and Western Sydney. Western. Sydney.
0: The last Saturday game is the uh, sleep-inducing Perth Glory at home against Jets. Cure yes. for insomnia.
1: What's this? Is this the nine forty or whatever? It's, it's a ten o'clock game. Ten thirty. Ten o'clock. Ten thirty. One of them. What a way to spend a bloody Saturday.
0: Right. Let's just say Perth.
1: Perth. Perth. Perth.
0: Alright let's move on. <laughs> the Last game on Sunday, Brisbane at home against Adelaide. Hmm. Well, this this one's
4: harder. This should be this should be a decent game. Draw. I'll I'll say Brisbane just because they're at home, but Adelaide are definitely a chance.
1: I'm going to go Brisbane, but not easily. Well, I think um, it was a hard important. fought one one nil. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: what I can see as well.
1: Yeah, it was very important that they got their first win, uh, albeit against Wellington. But I think it will give them some much needed confidence. But I think Brisbane just.
0: I think I can see McLaren getting the, a decent goal, and that'll be it. Mm. Like, I think t- I think chances are going to be tight for Brisbane um, against Adelaide's back four, but um, I think McLaren will get one. Yeah, I'm with that.
2: I'm sticking to the draw because I'm auditioning mm-hmm. Brisbane for one of the places below us on the table at the end of the Oh, season. so you've you've taken victory out? Well, since they hired Rojas... Beast backtracking, <laughs> he's backtracking. And, he's back-tracking. and uh, Truisi, then, you know, it's, it's only half the team that I was complaining about the other half is all of these new guys so they've done ex- actually I think they've justified me whinging about them but Brisbane they've been up and down and they're you know they they're so something you, there you think Brisbane will finish below us yeah at this, this point in time this is the centre of excellence not the centre of mental incapability
4: well you know incapability
2: <laughs> I, do, I do dare say that we'll know more about this in the next couple of weeks
1: congratulations I played myself mouth full of words there Josh well done <laughs> dear do Think, do you think Jade North should miss a week internally from Raw? Do you think that they should have? That they said in their statement that it's been s- dealt with internally, but that doesn't—I don't know what that means. They, they could really just be saying that just to—I don't. Save I think they should stop talking about it.
0: Yeah,
4: I agree. Right? He's one of them. He's one of their main. <laughs> How dare one, one of their? I main didn't players. really mean us.
2: So I meant you know as a. As it, yeah. So I know what you mean. Yeah. He's should one of their main about.
4: players. There's no way they're going to internally suspend him. Yeah.
2: Right, tomorrow night. Trivia night. I I take it we're all going. Yeah, if I have to. Have you got a a hall pass? Uh, I'm (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking the hugs and kisses with me.
1: Two
0: football-related things, two nights in a row. She's She's coming coming with, is she? She's coming, yeah. Okay. Um, So, yeah, trivia night down at Sidelines. It's going to be a good night. Um, It's sold out from what I can hear. What? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, Troy down at Solid Lines has done an amazing job filling the joint for us. Um, Go, Troy. I mean, like, the the venue, not, you know, smoke. Um, Some of the prizes so far. um, Thanks to Jim from East Gosford uh, Thai Massage. He's on uh, the forum. Um, He's given us a voucher to give away. It's only a massage, nothing more. Uh Oh. (laughs) Righto. Um... (laughs) Uh, My dad has chipped in with a um, free air conditioning service.
1: I could use that on the work car coming into summer. (laughs) Yeah. Anyone can use that going into summer. I can't. I'm not not allowed to play though. So
0: so we're not sure how... Mm. um, Yeah, but that could be part of an auction or a lucky door prize. That's true. So we've got a lot of prizes now. Um, I was stressing out the other day we didn't have anything to give away. Um, I'm going to still talk to Troy, but I think um, there's going to be a cash prize for the winning table that way, um, you know they can divvy it up between. There's also Mariners giving us some great prizes. A corporate box on the east side, um, uncated for New Year's Eve. So it'll be a decent prize. That's mm-hmm. for 12 people. Usually goes for two and a half grand more than that.
4: That's that's a very big
1: prize. Yes, yeah. nice. nice.
0: Um, Twenty tickets for the Brisbane game. Twenty. Um, yeah. Mm, That's 20 more than we're going to have there. I
1: joke. I joke. I joke. Um,
0: 10 tickets for the New Year's Eve game.
1: Shit, this is getting a lot bigger than I expected. Yeah,
0: they've outdone it, yes. That's what she said. Um, I'm just going to mute you, mate. (laughs) I can't even keep up with that. Assigned 2013 championship jersey. I want that.
1: Well, that's good you
0: muted, Josh. They can't I hear Josh. want that. You want that, yeah. Um, and some shot glasses and a bar essentials pack. So I've taken a photo of that. I'm going to send it to um, Troy. I don't know if he's going to put it up because I know a lot of people are asking what the prizes are. So, you know, some of those might be auctions. Some of them might be lucky door prize. Some of them might be like a, a little um, in-between comp where we do like a true and false or heads and tails type thing. Um, and there's also... A prize for last place, but...
1: Um, wooden spoon? No, it's not a wooden spoon. We can get that from here, from the club, if we need it.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is a special prize, though, and you're going to love it. I'm not going to say it now. Even it's, we don't know it. No, no I, you guys, know I know what, what it is. is, but these guys don't. And, yeah, you're going to love it when you see it tomorrow. So, yeah, get down there. Well, if, if you listen to this and you've already got tickets, then I'll see you there. I think there's going to be some seats left over. Have we got any players? There's a couple of players coming. They're the um, players not travelling with the team to Hamilton. So okay. So it might be Monty at this stage.
4: Yeah. Well, I've seen Monty at sidelines before doing something for sidelines, so he knows the place well. It should be, should be good good quality.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm taking this all gear down. If you want to record down there, it's up to you guys. I think it'd be good to if record some l- stuff. L- we, l- we, it all we can around. do
1: something. We can do something.
0: Yeah. Put it in,
4: record something, and then put it in next week's pod potty. Yeah, we won't do that.
3: Anyway,
0: um, yeah, sidelines, Troy down there is absolutely fantastic. And I think he's also roped in uh, six strings. Um, I spoke to Ryan a few weeks ago at the game, and he said he was going to lug in some some cases or something for us. So, yeah, it's just, you know, thanks to everyone that's that's put in, and thank you to everyone that's going to come. All
1: for a good cause as well. Yeah. Very
0: good cause. For Beyond Blue, so... Yeah, I hope to see you down there. I hope it's going. Well, it should be a good night. So looking forward to it. We're not going to be on a team specifically. Um, Have I you think, got all the questions sorted? Yeah, the, Glenn? yeah. Glenn's got all the questions together. I gave him the ten that I did up. Um, he's only used some things, some of those. So um, we can go around and help teams out. I guess. So we'll, we'll just walk around and talk shit. It's all good. No team will want my help. <laughs> 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 Mate, you did quite well on the on the bus trivia. Yeah. but i didn't give you anything because you're you i i wrote one <laughs> of the questions yeah that's true <laughs> all right um that's it for this week um thanks for listening uh, we're we'll back next week bye 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 love you bye love Oh, right.
3: Um. What? <laughs> I, can't <remember. laughs> I can't remember
0: what I was going to say. Classic podcast moment, right there. <laughs> I was going to say something I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's gone." That's moving on. Staying in. On. That's staying in. <laughs> My memory is not what it used to be. I swear. Ever since I've been on these fucking tablets, like it's been a year of having a really short memory. Like before, when I was talking to, Sh- we were talking to Sean. I thought of a couple of questions for him, and by the time he shut up, I was like, "What was that question again?"
4: <laughs> well, that was like before when I had already asked about. Yeah, but training.
0: I honestly didn't, I didn't hear you, and I looked up at the thing and I go, like, "Oh, we haven't asked that question." I was like, "Because you bloody
4: like deleted it all, you backspaced it yeah. all, mate."
0: Anyway, I hope this is staying in. So do I. I'll Can put it, it in the end. I'll okay. put it at the end. Anyway.